Welcome to the No New Friends Podcast, the podcast for adults who love to laugh at adulting. In this episode, we talk about how pets control our lives. Then Mary's bosses come in and try to explain to us what Mary does. We still have no idea. And they talk all about cryptocurrency. Now, in this segment, it's the highlights of our interview. We will be releasing a bonus episode with the interview in its entirety. And then finally, we talk about the first day of school as Mary and my kids went back to school this week. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Our cats, same thing. We're gonna have to replace floorboards with the amount of damage that they've done because if there's just one piece of uh, waste in their litter box, they piss on the floor. It's it's gotta awful. love cats. Oh my, they're assholes. I hate they're cats. assholes. I hate cats. Chris, before we get to Mary, because Mary's probably gonna want to talk all about <laughs> waffles and all that. But Chris, how does your dog rule your life? So my dog, uh, we bought my dog as a miniature poodle, and you guys have seen my dog. It is not a miniature poodle. Uh, if you guys have ever seen the movie Lilo and Stitch, you know how Stitch gets here from uh, outer space. That's how my dog got here. Six two six is an alien. She's six two seven. So, and now it's time. For the No New Friends podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris. Come on at 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. That's right. You're listening to the No New Friends podcast, voted number one by our friends and family. We are the podcast for adults who like to laugh at adulting. Please connect with us. All of our links are in the show notes, the episode description. That's that link tree link in that episode description. And then also we have new merchandise out and the link is right there as well. Really cool shirts, hats, masks, hoodies, coffee mugs, you name it, we've got it. Uh, We're still working on the Mary merch, but we've got merchandise. My name is Scott. I am the host and with me, as always, the star of the show, the queen of the sun rail, Mary. Mary. And our producer, the scumbag reselling hoarder himself, Chris. I see dead people. And that is obviously from Sixth Sense. Is it because my name is Ghost Mary? Yeah, you get that, you got the connection. You see me specifically? Yeah, yeah. I just like yeah. to be seen. Chris, thank you for seeing me. Oh, no problem, Mary. Like to feel seen. So all three of us have pets, right? Chris, you've got a dog. Yep. Uh, Mary, you've got waffles. I've got, got a dog. Beautiful yeah. human baby <laughs> angel. Not human. Okay. Maybe not human, but like angel baby. Uh, Perfect yeah. description to get into what I wanted to talk about. I want to talk about how, how pets absolutely run our lives. hundred uh, percent. Yeah. Okay. I had to spend several hours yesterday researching couch covers because you know we've our couch is only two years old we bought it brand new from city furniture it's a beautiful sectional and my my lab wants to lay on it so we had to buy him a couch cover for the what's that called what's that extension piece called the chaise or whatever yeah Yeah. so we had the the chaise so he was laying there well now i can't that was my spot i can't lay there anymore because jack jack wants to lay on it so i have to move over to the corner of the couch. Well, now he wants to get closer. So now I've got to get covers for this entire 
damn couch. Okay. We've got a rule. No pets on the furniture. Well, he's made, he's made his spot on the furniture. And also our other dog sleeps with us in bed, which was like num- the number one <laughs> rule. Uh, all our- those plastic covers for your couches, like the ones from the, from yeah, the we're, we're going to be like an old person. We're going to be like, uh, you know, <laughs> Mary, I don't know. <laughs> you know, we're just old <gasps> <What>? stuff. <laughs> and it, it, our cats, same thing. They we're going to have to replace floorboards with the amount of damage that they've done because if there's just one piece of uh, waste in their litter box they piss on the floor oh nice it's it's gotta awful. love cats oh my they're assholes I hate they're cats. assholes I hate cats. so chris before we get to mary because mary's probably going to want to talk all about <laughs> waffles and all that but chris how does your dog first of all what kind of dog uh and and how does it rule your life so my dog, uh, we bought my dog as a miniature poodle, and you guys have seen my dog. It is not a miniature poodle. Uh, if you guys have ever seen the movie Lilo and Stitch, you know how Stitch gets here from uh, outer space? That's how my dog got here. My dog is, <laughs> six is, two an, six. is an alien. She's 627. Yeah, <laughs> so so uh, she's the best. She's a really sweet dog. I always say this to everyone. Having a dog is the best thing in the world, and it's the worst thing in the world. Because it's the best in the world. Because I don't have kids. I assume this is what having a kid is going to be like. It's the best thing in the world when they're happy and healthy. It's the worst thing in the world when they're sick or or there's something wrong with them. And it's even worse like when you have a dog. Because you can't ask me, hey, what's going on? Why why are you standing in the middle of the floor shaking? Like, like they're not going to tell you why. They're not going to tell you. So then you assume the worst. So I have this really bad habit that when <laughs> I, I can't believe i'm saying this i never even told emily about this before but when my dog starts like making a weird coughing sound or stuff i just get really bad anxiety so i leave the room so i'll just go I just, I just, <laughs> so like like last week she's making this really bad like coughing sound and it's like i keep asking I'm like this is normal right like she's fine right she's maybe just licking her paws has hair in her hair in her throat and emily goes yeah yeah but then she'll be like and it's just like dogs shouldn't be making those noises. So I'm like, I have to go to the bath and then I'll they'll come back a half hour. I'm like, hey, how's Bailey doing? And then, then Emily would be like, oh, she's fine. I was like, oh yeah, I kind of figured that. So as long as they don't hear running towards me, I know that everything's okay. Oh my dog's my, my dog's notorious for doing dumb stuff. She's very jealous. So like I don't know if I told We've the talked story about before. this with the bees. About the bee. Yeah. So it's yeah. like our Mary she... is notorious for doing dumb stuff. So, and you just kind of keep an eye on it. Wait a minute. Like That's riding not... the railing up. Yeah. That's not nice. You don't eat bees. That's not dumb. I did go up though. I did. I don't know how magically the power of the white claw just like <laughs> pushed me up your your banister. Chris, continue so, on. <laughs> so my help? my dog my dog uh and just a little bit of how it runs my life. Uh, we've been in this apartment for three years. We are on our second couch and third rug because oh. my because my dog has a very, very, very small bladder. And when she runs around outside and has to go to the bathroom, she doesn't always like to tell us. Or she gets jealous that we're doing something and then just goes. So, oh. yeah, our last shug rag, mm. uh, shag rug, yeah, that was the worst <laughs> investment ever. It lasted like four months. Oh, God. We're back to another a, a thin rug. Yeah, so she runs our lives because she's needy. And it's a small bladder. But yeah. yeah, it's 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 um you we submit to them. We submit to our pets. for sure, Chris. The amount of money that we spend on getting our three dogs groomed mm. is oh my god, insane! It's I used insane. to try to do it myself. I, I did it myself. And my, she kept trying to bite my hand. I was like, all right, no, you gotta no. take it to a professional. Also, no. like this is how I know my dog runs my life. I went to Dunkin' Donuts the other day, and in the drive-through there was a sign for dog toys. 
So I asked the person, I was like, well, how much are your dog toys? He's like $12.99. And I'm thinking, okay, never mind. That's, you know, I'm thinking, myself, that's a little high. So I got up to the window and she brings up the two toys. She's like, oh, which one did you want? I was like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I, maybe next time. You know how bad I felt? <laughs> I felt so bad that I didn't buy my dog this toy. Like right. she, she, she would ever know. And that, that's when it hit me. I was like, wow, like this is, this dog is just runs my life. She's the most privileged little dog that I've ever known. Yep. All right, Mary, tell us about waffles. How do I describe the, how do you describe a beautiful <laughs> summer morning? I, there's just, there's, there's no words for this perfect pup. She, so waffles, I will say when I don't feel well or anything is upsetting me, waffles knows she gets in bed and will like, she'll put her little nuzzly corgi head on me and it's so sweet. But then also, and hopefully our listeners understand how floofy and wonderful a corgi butt is. They're little butts, like they're little like floofy tails. Like that's a whole thing. Like corgi, like yeah, corgi butts was like a corgi. Yeah, it's like a thing. So it it's such a thing. My mom. I just want our listeners to know how great my butt is. Listen. I will post this maybe for our Patreons, but my mom bought me leggings that make my butt look like a corgi butt. Like it's like outlined as a corgi butt on the top of the leggings. And that is how her dog runs her life. It is. No, my mom knows that I am that obsessed with my dog. Like uh, Waffles is my baby. And so like Waffles knows that in the morning, like she'll so she lays and snuggles with me and it's wonderful. It's great. But she knows that she gets eggs and bakey too. And she does this like little butt shimmy and she knows what to do to like tell me like that she's like ready for her like eggs and bakey. Like she's, uh. How old is Waffles? Uh, Waffles will be one years old on oh, October 10th. So yeah, October 10th Waffles is a poppy. Birthday. Oh. Guys, we're going to celebrate that probably. That's when is the it? Whole thing. When is it? October 10th. Uh, Bailey's 10, birthday 10? is October ish too. Who? It's like the Who's sixth birthday. Dog, Bailey. Bailey, my my dog. You don't know October ish. It's October ish. Well, yeah, Jax is October ish also, and so is Brantley's. But yeah. you know, they're all gotcha dates. Oh no, we too. have an you know, exact we... date. Oh no, I have an exact date too. I just I October tenth. Yeah, I don't. All of mine are rescues because uh, we adopt, don't shop. Uh, so we don't know the birthdays. Okay, oh, yeah, I, I can't. You can't adopt a waffles. I'm real sorry. I, I would have adopted, but um, but somebody had uh, somebody had puppies. So ah, and I and I really wanted a miniature poodle. That turned out to not be a miniature poodle. So oh yeah, <laughs> we wanted, we we got we bought her as a miniature poodle because like oh, hypoallergenic doesn't shed sheds everywhere. No, well, okay, that's a problem though. Waffles does shed everywhere and she is a little high maintenance, but same, I guess. No, I'm not. I'm not. Actually, she's high maintenance for me, I think. (laughs) I never wanted to be one of those dog fur people. You wear a black shirt and there's dog fur on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Now I wear wear, uh, dog fur with a black shirt on it. It's at the point where my kids have lint rollers in their backpacks and you think (laughs) I'm joking, but they do. Mary, is waffles. it is it that waffles is high maintenance, or did you make waffles high maintenance? No, I think that no. Let's let's okay. Let's just think about me in general. I'm not high maintenance. I don't think you made a face. Chris is making a face too. What part of me is high maintenance? I'm just cold, and I like diet coke. That's it. That is the most high maintenance part of me ever. Okay. What else? What is high maintenance? The, the I I the fact that we have you on here after nine o'clock is a very rare situation because you need to be in bed by nine oh one. I value sleep. 
I, I, you know what? I think maybe that'll be a fun episode on another occasion. Just as discussing why yes. I am high maintenance. Just discussing um, no, why you're high maintenance. Here's the thing. Waffles is beautiful. I will say, though, the other day, Waffles almost Picky killed a eater. biker. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So I was walking Waffles, and she was a victim of circumstance. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> it was early. It was like 6.45 a.m., okay? So picture it. Lake Mary, <laughs> 6.45 a.m. There's a biker going down the road and it's like one of those really like intense bikers like he meant what oh, he was yeah. doing waffles loves attention and i don't know where she gets it from okay like i don't know not don't her high it. maintenance mother not at, at all. all and she wanted to love him as he biked by very quickly like oh, being a no. biker and i saw it happening he saw it happening and she went to go leap at him to get snuggles and I like had to jerk her back. So like she was like, Mar! and I was like, Mar! and then the biker was like, Mar! all of us. Where were the cats? We, <laughs> meanwhile, the cats are like, Ruff! yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, so uh, she tried to jump on a biker as he walked by or uh, bike by as we walked by. And it was terrible. And I I think she's been overhearing your uh, your serial killer podcast. She's just trying to impress her mom. Exactly. Exactly. All right. We got to go to break. When we come back, we're going to have two gentlemen on from, uh, from Mary's work, from uh, Viva Capital Management. Look, They're what I'm telling you is I have a real job, everyone. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> what I'm don't. trying to say. We, we still don't know. Now, uh, here's the fun fact about this next segment that you're about to hear. We actually recorded it a couple of days ago, and it is pretty lengthy. So we've split it into, uh, we, we've, we've edited it down, and we will be releasing a bonus episode with that entire interview in its entirety because it is fascinating. There's a lot of interesting things that I didn't know about. So we put the highlights in there for this next segment. And if you want to hear and, and, and learn more about cryptocurrency and all that good stuff, stay tuned and for And why Mary is a genius too. And why the no? people that she works with are very, very, very <laughs> smart. <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> you're listening to the No New Friends podcast. We'll be right back. What is it that you do here? Merchandising. 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 That's right. The No New Friends podcast now has merchandising. Please visit the merchandise link in our link tree. That's link l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash no new friends podcast or you can go directly to t that's t-e-e public.com slash user slash n-n-f get your no new friends merchandise today Hey, new, new friends, listeners. If you're anything like me, you don't have the desire or time to clean your own house. That's why I've been using I Believe Services for the last five to six years. They are your one-stop shop for all of your cleaning needs. They do commercial, house cleaning, vacation homes, post-construction, party cleanup, deep cleaning, move in or move out, pressure washing, laundry, inside cabinets, fridge, oven, and much more. Call them today, 407-928-4595. Check them out on Facebook or their website, I Believe Services. Services.us. No New Friends Podcast is now using Nikki Podcast Preparations Incorporated, which is a podcast management consultant agency of services that helps independent podcasts obtain more plays 
downloads, guests, sponsors, and a bunch of the legwork behind the microphone when it comes to podcasting. CEO Nick can be contacted via Twitter or Instagram at NickyKPINC. And if you tell him that the No New Friends podcast sent you, we'll both get a 25% discount. Nikki has helped accumulate millions upon millions of downloads, tens of thousands of dollars in sponsorships, celebrity guests, and much more. So just shoot him a direct message to get your podcast growing. Hey, this is Craig Brooks with Tasty Trivia, and you're listening to the No New Friends podcast. Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris. So with us tonight, we've got some very special guests because if you're new to this show or if you've heard it before, we have no idea what she does for work. And anytime we ask, she explains it and we're like, what? So we brought we brought some people who can help. We explain. brought in the experts. We brought in the <laughs> experts literally. on what Mary does from Viva Capital Management. We've got Justin and Omar. How are you guys doing tonight? Thanks for having us. Of course. So to start things off, because we've got a lot to talk about because you guys handle cryptocurrency and I want to find out what you do. And then I also want to understand cryptocurrency a little bit more. But first, help us understand what Mary does. What, what does Mary do for you? Mary makes everything work. Mary makes everything run. Wow. <laughs> Pretty much. So she's a, she's a bit of a, um, um, what do you call those spies that don't tell you much, but then you find out and you're like, whoa, I didn't realize it was that much. And I was like, man, that's, that's crazy. So, uh, when no, she look, takes we, a day off, your plants die and, and, and the toys much, aren't arranged much. properly. You know, when we're messaging online and she's like, I'm not home. I have to make several phone calls. I'm like, Mary's not in today. What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks Very guys. But have you, I don't know if you noticed, but everyone still is like, we're not sure. We're just going to use a lot of words um yeah. <laughs> she shows up at the office and we know that yeah, <laughs> she's yeah, very yeah. happy to ride the train she was excited about that when yeah. she found out where we were so that's all we know about mary is that she rides the sun rail it doesn't seem very reliable to be quite honest i mean <laughs> enough times where she's sitting there like i had to take my car i'm like well then what was the point of the train oh thank <laughs> you i'm I'm, okay. I, I'm a big train hater sorry jared i'm gonna get some looks from jared my fiance always was take the train into philly and philly's 15 minutes driving from us so we get the we get to the train it takes 15 minutes to get in then at the end of the night we have to wait 45 minutes for the train for a 15 minute ride home yeah so i'm, I'm a big train hater as well that's philly trains though chris <laughs> yeah, the, the, no, we've see, talked about this is, the trains here are different yeah my mm. setup is nice chris, and it's the, fantastic the trains here are a luxury experience or a haunted train, you know, okay, one, of look, the, one of the two. <laughs> I wouldn't go luxury experience. Um, I don't know if we're going to do a stories from the Sunrail segment tonight. Um, if you are going to do that in the future, something that would be fun is to do that test where you hold a book in your lap with a really awkward title so that people yes. can see what you're reading. That'd <laughs> yes. be a lot of fun. That would I'll be do that tomorrow. Like, I have getting, plenty of books with yeah, awkward just titles. Get a cover I mean, I, oh, you should totally do that. That would be fantastic. Yes, um, I'm going to need video for yes. YouTube content, please. Yes, yes. That All right, would be so, fantastic. Yeah. 
So Justin and Omar, kind of tell us a little bit about what you do. And then I have a ton of questions. Kind of give me the general synopsis of what you guys do. Uh, we're, we're a full service cryptocurrency firm. So we help our clients basically acquire uh, cryptocurrencies. We manage their assets and, uh, you know, basically help them grow. So very much similar to what you're used to in traditional finance markets with like a uh, financial planner or um, a Fidelity, Meritrade, that type of thing. Uh, we're doing the exact same thing. The only difference is it's in cryptocurrency, not traditional markets. Do you guys handle more of the, the legal aspect or like the financial advising aspect of it? We kind of handle a little bit of everything in this. And in terms of we do help them, we have in-house legal team that helps with um, different aspects of, you know, the legalities that, that are around cryptocurrency, as well as really kind of taking them from uh, A to Z in a journey. Uh, usually clients come to us because they have uh, issues already. They're in cryptocurrency. They owe a lot of tax. They're trying to mitigate that tax as much as possible. Clients come to us in different stages. Um, so we're there to help them in, in very various ways. Gotcha. So I'm one of those non-believers. You know, I, I, I want to be honest and and I want I, I want to kind of understand a little bit more about this cryptocurrency. I mean, is it's the newest fad out there. I don't want to say fad. It's the newest thing out there. Uh, it's it's the it's the 2021 version of the pet rock, if you will. But people are making That's a ton of the worst comparison. I well, think that, I've ever that, heard. Also, a little bit of sarcasm. But okay, so. With with traditional stocks, you know, I can kind of see market trends and kind of see what's what's going well, what's doing well. Uh, when there's a global pandemic coming in, I know to move my stuff out of hospitality and into Amazon. What what is the backing with Bitcoin or or different cryptocurrencies? What what backs it? What is is there any type of predictive um, mentality that you can have with the cryptocurrency? Yeah, there is. There's definitely different models on how it's valued and whatnot. But you know, before jumping into you know the answer to that, usually the better question to start with is having an understanding of what actually is money. You know, because that's when you you get into more of the the actual conversation around a currency or units of value you know so for example if you're saying you're in the in the stock market right now what are you actually owning you know you're owning digits on a screen that represent shares in a in something called the united states dollar that is backed by or well, nothing at this point so effectively you you're you're supporting a company that earns revenue in a in a currency that is make believe so that's that's like one form of the side of it but then you can look at like the crypto side of it you can there's definitely a lot of scams and stuff out there in crypto but it, it, it it's kind of like looking at projects and how do you value you know an ecosystem bitcoin for example is purely uh, and most cryptocurrencies are not valued in like a, a discount cash flow or the company's worth 10 billion dollars because it made x revenue they're valued in what's called like the network effect that's like how facebook grew the more people that used it the more value it became and i, I don't know if you remember back in the day was it like 90s or whatever when sony uh, it was like sony versus Betamax kind of thing. They, they had like, a, uh, one of them had the better quality product, but Sony failed at it, you know, and so not all, the best product doesn't always win. It's the adoption and who's using it. And that's a good case of what's happening with cryptocurrency at the moment. Bitcoin has a lot of merits to it and we can go into the nerdy stuff if you want, but it really comes down to the value of it comes down to are people using it? Uh, and if people are, and they're consistently using it, then that's where the value of interchange comes from in, in that regard. So, it, it, you know, it, it's quite a big topic. So it depends where you want to go. Yeah. When, when it really, it, comes it really is. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, go on. And that's the thing is I don't even know the right questions to ask. I mean, my, my wife gave me kind of a list, but I don't even know that they're the introductory questions. Um, how, about, how about this? Cryptocurrencies, it's kind of a, shouldn't be named that. They're not currencies. A lot of coins are used for specific purposes. 
for instance, uh, we have coins that create smart contracts. So for instance, a good use case that you will see this happening in the future, I will be able to sell property to you and I will be able to put it on blockchain, an immutable ledger seen across the entire network. I don't need a title company because it'll be held on blockchain and people will be able to see it. So for instance, that token or that coin that handles that has nothing to do with currency. Okay. So think of, think of, the, think of the, the, the different coins that are out there as, I guess, stocks in a way, but like they're there for different use cases, not necessarily currencies. Bitcoin was created to be a currency. Polkadot is not, not meant to be traded as currency, not meant for me to go to Starbucks and use. It's meant for very different reasons. So you have what they call NFTs. Those are ones that are designed around tangible products like this microphone or something like that. And I want to digitize it. You would create an NFT around that and that could be sold. There's literally been NFTs of like artwork sold for hundreds of millions of dollars. And there's auctions. There's literally an auction at Christie's for mm -hmm. NFTs where they're literally bidding into the hundreds of millions of dollars for these digital forms of artwork. So mm -hmm. I would say it's, they call it cryptocurrencies, but not everything is used as a currency. Actually, far fewer are used for currencies as they are for actual um, uses in the world besides like money transfer. Yeah, gotcha. probably probably a real simple way to understand like the best, most productive use now is that a, a cryptocurrency is a digitized or tokenized you know, ledger or bookkeeping of something that has value. It could be, you know, it could be a company, you know, in the future, it might be a piece of artwork that's split up into a million pieces and each person has a little bit of it. It could be a song, you know, like Jay-Z and all, all the, you know, all these big artists are going into um, crypto to create tokens behind their music and their companies, all this kind of stuff, because it gives people a vehicle to directly engage with their audiences without all the middlemen. The key thing that makes it work though, and this is where the crypto element comes in, is it's immutable. The, 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 uh, what all that means is it's like a ledger, a giant ledger in, in the you know, ether, ether web kind of thing that cannot be changed. You know, that's what blockchain does. It has one timestamp um, and because there's a network of many, many nodes in the network, it's impossible to change the past history of that ledger unless you know you coordinate like entire world's electricity at the one time to kind of do it. And that's why it's really exciting because practical use stuff in the future means we're not too far away from if you want to get a home loan and get a mortgage by house, you log onto your phone and 10 minutes later you got a mortgage. No bank, no lawyer, no broker, no nothing. You save all of the middleman fee, damn, bam, done, house bought, perfect, smart contract done. Well, for now instance, you've got crypto. I, I could send you, Scott, a billion dollars right now. You know how much that would cost me to send you a billion? And by the way, that would take me about five minutes to send you a couple dollars. Okay. And I could send you a billion dollars. Can we hook that up right now? Where I don't have money. <laughs> but, but, but the point being is I have in the power of my hand more power than all the gold you have stored somewhere. Do you know how expensive it is to move gold? You have Very. to have security. You have to have sure. vaults. You have to. I can literally, with the touch of a button, transfer that money how I see fit. I have borderless. It's not controlled by a government, so no one can stop me from doing it. Literally, it's just the network, so I'm working with other people. And I think I told you before the show, like, I myself was not a believer, and I kind of saw the run-up in 2017. And, and really, my belief behind that was I don't see enough institutional players in the game. Once I started seeing big money come into the picture, that's when you start to take notice. The opportunities are always there when a lot of people aren't looking. You're going to look at this in 10 years ago. Yeah, I needed to be on that. I wish I would have been 10 years ago. <laughs> right. And that's fine because there's those early adopters. 
But I'm telling you, there are companies out there putting billions of dollars. Literally, um, it's it either Visa or MasterCard are settling their transactions on the Ethereum blockchain now. Wow. If you have, if you have a Visa that. credit card, you're already supporting crypto. So whether you, you don't, don't believe know it or not, you, you just, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Justin, you brought up something that I, I wanted to ask about. Sure. I, you know, I very casually got into Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't even know if I'm saying them right. I, Back you got in into 2000. it casually. Yeah, I got I, into it like, casually. I, you know, what I, is this? A, are you like dating? What is yeah, it? I know. I just like, like swipe right. I don't know. Like, I, I put in a total of like 80 bucks. And, I and took split. it out for a drink. <laughs> yeah, I took it out for a drink. <laughs> you know, I didn't dinner. call it later. But <laughs> Not you. It's me. <laughs> yeah, you know, gave it all sorry, the natural ones. But I, I went through uh, Coinbase and and just someone someone that worked for me was like, oh, you've got to do this, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I, you know, it was trending up. That's what everybody was talking about. And then I just kind of watched everything just kind of go away. And then all of a sudden, within the last I don't know year it, it or six months to a year, it's coming back. And it, and that's all I hear about is. Dogecoin and, and Bitcoin and, and it's like I thought this went away. What's the difference between now and, and back in like 2017, 2018? I think it was just the players in the market. Like I said before, these were the, the early stage adopters. These were the true innovators of what we see going forward now. And so I think it was just harder at the time to see large banks, large investment firms uh, wanting to put uh, allocations of their portfolios into it. I was going to say, it's really interesting, you know, what, why people kind of get into it. And it's, you can get lost a lot of the time in the, in the minutia of like, is it going up? Is it down? Which one's a scam? Which one's not, you know, it's in a lot of people looking at charts and whatnot. But I think the way I like to understand it is really to get people to look at the big picture, which is coming back to that question of what is money. And, you know, here's a big question. Why is so much money going into crypto? You know, what's happening in the world? And a lot of it is because it just comes down to the structure of money. Like if you look at a fiat currency, so the US dollar right now, so the official inflation rate is 5% in the US at the moment. The unofficial and more realistic value is around 10%, depending on which reports you look at. Now, what does that actually mean without getting all boring? What it means is your net worth, your wife's net worth right now in five years will literally be half what it is today in purchasing power if you don't change anything. You're literally going broke by doing nothing in the United States dollar. Uh -huh. The question is, the question is, that is what people are seeing. They're like, well, where do we put our money? What do we do so we don't ruin our lives? You've seen Venezuela, you've seen Greece, you've seen all these other things that have happened right before our eyes and it happens every empire, you know, what, as, it, as it goes on. Throughout history, every several thousand years, every fiat currency that is in existence has a 100% guaranteed failure rate. Not one of them has lasted. And we're just, just doing the same thing over and over again. So all people are doing is going, well, I've got all this money. Where do I put it so that I can actually support my family in the years to come? Sure. And that's why they're flooding into the crypto market. I have a question about the, uh, so you have a billion dollars and you want to send over a billion dollars. I assume you're holding this billion dollars. If you're not, if you're not invested in crypto, you have it in a bank somewhere, or, you know. So if, I don't know, if the transfer of the billion dollars fails, it's backed by, it's insured. Who insures crypto? That if your crypto were to get lost, who insures that? Well, not everyone does. Yeah, it depends. It depends. So number one, it, it comes down to taking self-responsibility. So the key is you need to do a test transfer every time you do a transfer. That's the protocol number one. And you never do a full transfer unless you've done a test first. Mm -hmm. Because if the test works, then you know you're guaranteed for the for the um 
for the full transfer. So just as a basic uh, process, always do send a couple of dollars. Once it's verified to go through, then you then you go and do it. If you do send money, uh, crypto to a bad address because you copied and pasted something wrong or you made a mistake, yeah, you're going to lose it because you need to do things correctly. Not, you know, there are risks involved with it. What is, what is your all's background? We'll start, uh, Justin, we'll start with you. What is your background and what kind of got you into this, this, this field? Uh, I've been a business owner for many years, uh, owning many um, different businesses and actually different markets. And uh, I had actually met Omar, I mean, what do you think, over a decade ago, probably more like 12 or 13 years. And it was I was at a, a trading event and he was giving a presentation. I've been uh, like day trading for the better part of 10 to 15 years um, because I like doing it and was pretty good at it. And so Omar and I had met through those channels, kind of brought us to this point because uh, we had been traders for a long time. And if you guys ever, most people think of traders as those people that have all those screens in front of them. And right. that's what I did. So, okay. so, you know, we always have a saying here at Viva, you know, traders work for their money. Investors have their money's work for them. Uh, and okay. so we had finally Ooh. realized we need to stop being uh, traders because that's a lot of work. Let's just be investors and work with investors. And so, uh, yeah, there's your little zinger. Um. That was good. That was good. You know, I really like this because I don't have to say a whole lot, but you guys are making me look like I'm super smart because I work here. I love this. Keep going. Keep talking. Oh, I Omar, can up. Mary, yeah. I can see it on your face. You, I, this is, I've never seen you happier than you are right now because you, th <laughs> Chris and I are just being quiet and we're never just quiet. Never. So this True. is this is like the best Mary Day ever. Mary's so Omar, happy because we got the bar in the office for her It now. is. Oh my goodness. You guys, they bought You've they got bought bar. me a bar. I have a bar cart in my office. <laughs> so you have you're allowed it's to have dangerous. desk whiskey? Oh, there's no whiskey yet. So right now I stocked it with two bottles of vodka. There's two bottles of champagne. There's a couple of reds and then I have some sangria. Justin's face just got really uh, open. You know, is, is, is any big business going to be door, happening? Our next door neighbor kind of inspired her. She took a picture and sent it to us. And she's like, look at this guy's bar. And we're like, she's got bar envy. So we're like, all right, well, here you go. Um, and funny. so we're hosting uh, Oh man. Maybe I shouldn't say this. So tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow was Wind Down Wednesday uh, in the building. So the building that we work in does event called Wind Down Wednesday. Everybody's meeting at our, our office to pregame before Wind Down Wednesday, guys. So fantastic. Uh, so we are recording party on Thursday. in the Viva office. <laughs> yeah. This is what happens when you give a marketer an alcohol cup. <laughs> it's working, guys. I'm this was this was a bad idea, gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> it was but, but, brilliant. But I know how this I know how this played out because Mary Mary has worked for me before. She has an idea in her head. When she initially presents this idea, it sounds absolutely ridiculous. And you're like, absolutely not under no circumstances. But then she still ends up getting her way because she somehow makes it make sense. And uh, and you just end up giving in because she just keeps pushing, pushing, pushing. Is that correct or or has she evolved? It's inception. That's what it is. She give you this idea, and then, and by the time, by the time it becomes reality, she's like, "Yeah, my precious." You know, it's, it's just like, <laughs> I'm still waiting for my quota. It's gonna happen. Yeah, we're gonna exactly. get you quota ice cubes. All right, how about that? Oh, I love that. That's a great idea. For, for I'll your scotch for that. glasses. 
That'd be perfect. Okay, Omar, what's Omar, your, your background? background? Yeah, what's your background? Because it's, it sounds like you have a financial background. Yeah, look, uh, you know, get the. He's get like, I actually used to be a stripper. Um, yeah, yeah. And well, was, um, I decided to invest. I know. Was, you know Thunder from down my, under. Uh, he was the guy on the way in the end. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm Australian Are if you can't tell. Glaze over the fact that he's Australian and you're like the thunder from down under. Exactly. That show was in Vegas. Damn. Um, yeah, look, Australian, clearly, obviously, uh, from my accent, but my, I've got a bit of a mixed up background. I grew up in the bush in Australia, far north Queensland, kind of off grid, um, and just uh, it's very remote and rural where I was. But, you know, professionally, by the time I started working, I started out as a musician and then ended up in financial markets for many, many times and that uh, many years rather. And that ended up being managing hedge funds and algorithmic trading funds all around the world. So I lived in a lot of the offshore centers, Singapore, Hong Kong, uh, Malta, um, over here in the US uh, a while ago, and then progressed into having a, a, a marketing agency. I kind of took my data knowledge and then owned a marketing agency and scaled a lot of big e-com brands online uh, around the world. And then further traveled and went to all these different countries, especially in Asia, with a lot of different e-com uh, and got to the point where I was like, well, what am I doing for the rest of my life? What kind of projects do I want to work on? And, then you know, Viva, me. yeah, Viva, Viva was starting as a, um, like a, basically a more traditional finance kind of platform. We were going to run a fund and, and, and whatnot. And then we got into um, crypto, not by accident, but by some introductions to see, you know, if the market, if there was demand and whatnot. And, you know, speaking with Justin and we kind of partnered and, and got onto the, you know, where we are now, but we had no idea that crypto had so much demand and we'd, you know, bitten off a little bit more than we can chew. But man, now, now that we've, you know, we're in it, it's become our whole life, you know? So we, a couple of months ago, we did a, decided to not do traditional finance anymore because as I was saying, it comes down to that belief about money and whatnot. So we're hundred um, percent crypto now. And uh, that's kind of how it came to be. But most of my life, most of my adult life has been living international in various countries rather than one country. So I've got a pretty, pretty diverse view on the world. Where are you at now, Mike, Omar? I'm in uh, Mexico, Merida, uh, which is a couple of hours from Cancun at the moment. Chris, okay. do you have any questions? Well, I have an interesting business uh, proposition for you guys. So, <laughs> so, and I would do this. Chris, for is, very... our, our, Chris is our entrepreneur. No, I only strip on the weekends, man. <laughs> <laughs> Chris has this... about 16 LLCs under his belt, you know. <laughs> He's got a uh, reselling and, and hoarding and all sorts of stuff. So I will work with you guys and your clients, however, in any form. I don't know the legality of this because it could be considered insider trading. But whenever I sell a stock or cryptocurrency, it reaches an all-time high, usually the day or a week after. So I'd be willing to tell you guys ahead of time what I'm selling. And then you guys can go ahead and buy that for your clients. So then you, they can reap in the benefits of, of the gains. <laughs> Hypothetically speaking, how could I convince or a person, how could a person convince their fiance to, I don't know, take the money they have set aside for a wedding and invest every penny of that into Dogecoin? And, and what if her name was Emily? Hypothetically just speaking. Hypothetically. Yeah, just, just hypothetically speaking. Just spitballing here. I, I would highly recommend against that. Um, I, I'm, we're going to cut this out. We're going to cut this out, Scott. Scott, <laughs> mark, mark this at uh, 13 minutes. We're going to cut this out. I, I mean, Dogecoin is, is – is, there's no use case for it. It's literally propped up by the fact that people like it because it was created as a joke. Right, and So right. over time, that's just going to go down to nothing because – it's not serving the world in any real way. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it, it, I mean, people have made money. Trust me. I've, I've, I've met some people that have made significant returns on it, but it was kind of like one of those pump and dumps uh, that you would see in traditional markets in like penny stocks. 
uh, the company's worth crap. There's nothing there. The financials are just horrible. And it gets pumped up based on, you know, other people talking about it. I mean, hell, Elon Musk was talking about it. So I'm sure he probably pumped it up so he could sure. make a bit of cash. So how, how could uh, how could our listeners get a hold of you guys? What's the best way to get in contact yeah. with you? Uh, yeah, why don't you run down uh, how they can get a hold of us and all the fun things that we yeah, do. Look, just you get know. educated is number one. Our website is vivacapital.io uh, and, you know, Google Viva Capital and you'll see what we, you'll see has come up. A bunch of articles and free videos. Um, we've got a, a free Facebook group called the Holistic Wealth Club. Uh, so search that up on um, Facebook and you'll see, you can jump in and there's a bunch of free video courses on how to save tax, how to structure, how to get started, all of that stuff. So they're probably the best ways. Or you can just stalk Mary and, and tell well, her. No, but that's, that's, the weird, that's the weird thing, Omar, because it's like, okay, what do you want to do? Well, go to a website, call that number. Guess who you're going to talk to? <laughs> Guess who you're going to talk to Mary! <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of weird to be on a show where you're like, yeah, it's like you can touch her. See that girl right over there? Yeah, just contact Mary. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, that's, that's so then, fun. Mary, oh. Mary, what's the best way to get a hold of you? <laughs> Because I'm still trying to figure out the best way to get a hold of you. Uh, Listen, you know, I get ghosted on a regular basis. I screen my calls. I well, thanks, I guys. This was this was super better. fascinating. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the No New Friends podcast. We'll be right back. Disney? Do you love finding out fun facts about your favorite attractions or restaurants? Then you must try Diz His, the Disney History Podcast. Joe, Alex, and Jen will keep you entertained as they deep dive into all things Disney. Visit DizHis.com or follow us on all social media at DizHis65. We even have a YouTube channel. Just search DizHis anywhere and I hope you give us a listen. Hey guys, what's going on? It's Remy from Remy's Roundtable alongside my dangerous co-host Chris. Guys, our podcast is pretty much all about what is going on here in the beautiful state of Florida. We cover your theme park news, the rumors, and of course, guys, we bring on some local celebrities such as the 5-Minute Professor from Real Radio 104.1. So guys, don't go anywhere and uh, stay tuned and listen to this episode of the No New Friends Podcast. Hi, this is comedian Miguel Colon, and you're listening to the No New Friends Podcast. Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris. Uh, Justin is sticking around with us. We're going to talk not more about cryptocurrency, but we're going to talk about the first day of school. And for those of you who are not Patreon members yet, we had some great off-air conversations where we got to ask some more questions about cryptocurrency that's not going to make it to... Uh, to air so make sure you join our patreon and you'll be able to see all of that in its entirety so mary first day of school for your kids today justin you as well i had uh kids start school i had one one kid start school today uh the other one's in st john's county so i don't know when she starts it's um, so weird to me that you guys are starting school already because we don't start school for another month yeah like after labor day yeah 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 wait so do you do they go longer then 
Yeah, like June 15th, I think, is the last day, somewhere around that. Yeah, I think we... Yeah, yeah you would day. know. I mean, Mary, think about... 80 days. Yeah, think about our, our time in the in the tourist district of hospitality yeah. industry. You've got, that, you've got that wave. You've got when Orange and Seminole County here in Orlando mm -hmm. are off, and then it gets a little bit busy, but then after Labor Day, that's when... Or after... Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, after Labor not, Day is when. Yeah, after Labor Day is when it dies. It mm -hmm. dies because the summer's over and summer starts in waves as well. Yeah. yeah. Did you take pictures of the kids? Oh, you know I did. Okay, so it was it was a big deal at our house today because today was Grayson's first time going to what he calls the big school. And I sure. referenced this last week, but so Grayson has been at a smaller special needs school since he was 18 months old, give or take. So He's going into the first grade. He is thriving. He's ready to be at just a typical school. So he was thrilled to go to the big school today. So he started first grade and then uh, Dexter is in fifth grade now. So they are both going to the same school and then also doing the same after school program. It's called extreme youth sports. So, you know, really, <laughs> really extreme. And like so, the hand movements. Yeah, full <laughs> hand movements. So last year, though, or the year before, Zoe also went there when she was in elementary school. She's in seventh grade now. So Grayson has wanted to go. He's wanted to be a part of extreme youth sports for so long. And he's extreme so excited sports. to go. I know. I feel like extreme you need like a sports. sound bite there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we get them home today and they're both just like so exhausted from school and then extreme sports that <laughs> just the moodiest angriest tiny humans that you will ever encounter oh, like, that's horrible. i fed them chick-fil-a and they were still mad oh. like they were still grumpy and after a while they came around you know and they were like i guess school is okay it's fine like, you know, you got to go back tomorrow, right? Like, it's going to happen again. does something to their chicken. Why is it kids that are so, like, hell-bent on that? Because my daughter, she's like, we go to Chick-fil-A? I'm like, what? what is it with this? Chick-fil-A, every Chick-fil-A's got, like, three or four lines. They got people standing outside taking your order. It's like, it's a cult, okay? It's, oh, I it's camp a cult. out. It's a yeah, cult. I camped out for Chick-fil-A. I, I set my tent up in the morning so I could just uh, don't have to wait like, that 45 minutes in line. Chicken. It's I think chicken. It's like, I think it's the cocaine they put in their chicken. That's, That's what I, I was about to say. They got to yeah. put something in it. I don't know. Well, it's definitely not their me. politics. It's that. It's the, <laughs> it's the sauce, man. It's is that what it is? For me, it is. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I, I, don't, okay. I don't like Chick-fil-A. I didn't like it before. Really? Uh, yeah, I didn't like it before. I, I don't, I'm not a big fried chicken. All right, this will be my last podcast. <laughs> oh, get the nugs. Get the grilled nugs. That's what I get. Here's the thing. I don't, one, I'm not going to go through that line. Uh, even though it moves pretty quickly, I'm not going to go through that line. Two, because of the dude's politics, I, I can't. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, can't, I, I'm doing my own cancel culture of Chick-fil-A. Okay. You're, you're the first person to try to cancel Chick-fil-A, Scott. I'm, yeah, I'm nobody else is Well, you know, that. if you don't want to wait in line, all you have to do, and my sister, who is, a, I guess, a part of the Chick-fil-A cult, you can go on their app, order, and walk right in and oh, pick it up. Justin, yeah. I like how you say it like I don't do that. Let me tell you. <laughs> I you told didn't you say it, so I had to bring thing. it up. Whole thing. And you get free things sometimes. You do. So I'm a red. Like I'm actually an investment. A, uh, I don't know. I'm gonna pull up my. I'm gonna pull up my app right now. I believe that I'm a red member. I was I went from silver to gold to red, and now I am uh, three to one every dollar I spend there. Yes, I am a of proud. Course. Yeah, I'm yeah. a proud red member, guys. Oh <laughs> nice. 
Chris, yeah. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. So funny story though, from this morning as well, Grayson, he, the whole concept of the big school, he's very excited about obviously, but he didn't, he doesn't understand how things work there. And so he was like, had it in his mind, I guess that it was structured the same way as his school where they do like two snacks and at his old school, they provided them, but we also packed backups just in case. So I look away for, I don't know, three minutes and I turn around and Grayson's backpack is like fluffy. Like if full and <laughs> it's got all the stuffed been. animals no i open it up and this kid <laughs> this kid like had a bag of veggie straws he had the entire box of fruit snacks like dumped in there like he was <laughs> like i'm just gonna i'll be here for a week and uh, <laughs> eat me. i don't know what he thought oh, was going to heart. happen but he was so excited <laughs> Um, that, that's funny. Yeah. No Carline Chronicles, though. They rode the bus. Oh, I can't. Mary, I did not approve that form wow. of transportation. That does not help okay, content look, creation. You have to pick one or the other, the Sunrail or Both. Carline figure it Chronicles. out. Both. You're going to have to figure out both. I need the I, content. Okay. Well, Justin, you have Carline Chronicles. Um, to fill you in, <laughs> I've had some weird shit happen in the Lake Mary Elementary Carline. Like one time a dog escaped from a car. And, there was, like, there was police activity. Oh, there's been some really Why? good doozies. A car got pulled over by the police in the car line. You know, just good stuff. Um, How do you get pulled over? You're standing still. Yeah. No, they- We they, don't know. Uh, it's, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. jump out of a bush on his yes. bike? Yes, some like, weird hey. shit goes down. You don't know, man. You didn't have your brake lights on. Like, what? It, it, well, you're standing they, still. You're they standing escorted still. the car out of car line. The cops did. See, I'd be more pissed about having to leave the, you know, I've, I've spent time in that line. I, I don't want to be out of that line. I've been, you know, no, that, been there. all you do is you take your kid out of the seat and go run, run. <laughs> <laughs> then, then they're in class and I'll deal with this, but you go. I'll deal with this. I'm not sitting in this line. Actually, that's a hell of an idea. Just park down the street and be like, run, Timmy, you'll be fine. <laughs> Dodge the cars. So yeah, I, I, I just, we, um, our kids go to a, a private school and uh, some of the kids last year were uh, not attending. Uh, they were via Zoom. And so I just was like, the first two days uh, had just been incredible in the terms of cars. I'm like, What's going on? Yeah. So the guy who normally helps run it, I'm like, what's going on? He goes, well, half the kids weren't even here last year. He goes, and we added 170 new students. I was like, holy crap. Because wow. it was out, outside the school blocking traffic. And I was like, I never saw this last year. So I was just like, this is a surreal moment. And But they're pretty good about moving people. But when people don't follow the rules or know what they're doing, it's like a, a scene from movies, right? You guys have seen these movies. And uh, the car line where, you know, someone gets in trouble because they don't know the rules. And <laughs> it does it does go into real life. That's probably where they get their content yep. because it's like, you know, like you said, they should put in the movie uh, someone getting arrested in the car line because you're like, why is this even happening? All I'm saying is maybe they should partner with the people at Chick-fil-A, get that line moving a little faster. I know, right? They should consult. Get an app and drop your kid yeah. off faster. <laughs> Chick-fil-A, if you're listening, you need to get in the consulting business with car loops at schools all across America. And I promise you, you'll be the next multi-billion dollar company. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> so Abby Abby started school today and, uh, you know, she lives with her mom in Altamont during the week and then she's with me on the weekends. This was actually the first year that I didn't take her to school uh, just because I, you know, I didn't want to deal with the car line uh, or any of that nonsense. I would have had to leave my house at about 5 a.m. to get 
get a spot to park to walk her up. But so I talked to her after after school today, and I said, "Hey, Abby, how was school and all that?" She's like, "Well, I had to wake up at six a.m. Uh, I'm not built for that. Nine not years old. I'm not built for that." Yeah. Well, here, okay. I filled Justin in though. Uh, Abby is really a ninety year old woman named Esther. I'm positive <laughs> oh. on it. It she okay. is. Yeah, she she speaks a lot older than than what she actually is. Well, you 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 know, um, in a former life, I I've been a, a a professional DJ for about twenty years and um, ran a production company. We did an event for a, a local um, school. You guys would probably know they're they're right there on four thirty four, a Catholic school. Annunciation. Annunciation. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So only families out here. I, sorry, I did I did a, I did an event for them, and we were doing um, it was a get together for the families, and then they're also raising money for the school, and so they had an auction. So I was the auctioneer and auctioning stuff off. So they gave me these things to auction off, and I didn't look at them until it was time to look at them and talk about it. So I'd talk about what it was, and as I read it, I couldn't believe what I was reading. So it, was, it kind of translated really funny when as I'm on the microphone, and I'm like, yeah, we're we're um, auctioning off the left hand parking. Sp- Spot at the front of the school, <laughs> and, and they all looked at me. And I said, "Is this a joke?" Is and they're like, "No, this? continue on." I said, <laughs> "Okay, so we are auctioning this off. Can I have a hundred dollars?" And and they're like, "No, higher." I'm like, "Yeah, $500. that's probably the highest bidded item at a Catholic church is the parking spot." Oh my spot. god, it was wow. like I think I auctioned off for like five or ten thousand dollars. Yes, <laughs> again, like, I'm yes. a very real person, so I was like. You have to be out. You're going to pay $10,000. I just want you to think about this right now. You're going to pay that for a parking spot? And they said, absolutely. I said, okay, let's move on. And I was like, this is surreal. Like, you know, obviously these people have boatloads of cash because I'm, and then I had to auction off a meal plan, you know, and it was for up to four kids. Right. And so I did that and it it went off, you know, for a good price. And, and I said, oh, I hope you have enough kids, you know, because you can feed up the four and the whole room starts laughing. Like I'm, I'm on the outside of this joke. Someone <laughs> came up to me and they said, "You don't realize they have 13 kids." Oh wow! Like, oh. And they're all going to this private school that probably costs like fifteen thousand dollars a student, you know, a year. I'm Justin, like, tra- track them down. They could be clients. Come on, <laughs> get on it. I was like, "This is insane." So it's not car loop material, but I'm telling you, I was like <laughs> blown away that you're paying that much for food and for a parking spot. And I'm like, there's a poker poker game. Too rich for my blood. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, no, but you are onto something. We could start selling like parking spots next to the elementary schools, almost like when there's like sporting events and there's like yes. the leg parking lots. We should do that, guys. This is yeah. a great idea. Ca- Catholic they churches. Jackets and little yeah, like uh, little, flashing yes. ones. Right Catholic here, right churches. Here. The, here. The yes. parking is ridiculous and people will pay, the parishioners will pay whatever it takes to get that parking spot. And it's a parking spot for each mass. So like my church, it was the five o'clock, the nine o'clock and the 11 o'clock. <laughs> so if they went for $10,000 each, that's $30,000 that they made off that out. parking spot. I know, I, I know. know. So last little thing, and then we've got to go. Um, so Abby, you know, in her Abbeyisms, she asked me the other day, she was born in 2012. She says, hey dad, were there TVs back in 2012? Said, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, there were. And she's like, oh, good. And I'm like, why? why she's like, I? because I, I didn't want to be born in the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. That's your Abby is a bird. I hate this child. I know, I know. 
As always, please make sure you connect with us. Our link tree uh, link is in the episode description, the show notes. If you're listening to Apple, make sure you give us a review. Check out our merchandise. Our links are right there in the link tree uh, description at the bottom. For Mary, Chris, I'm Scott. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Okay, bye. 